Hello, hello, podcasters. Honey, hi, campers. Uh, today's cash confession. <laughs> it's just... I think it's going to live on, this one. I think it might generate some some steam. Yes. Uh, what she confesses to doing in her car is mind-boggling. It's premeditated. Uh-huh. Um, it sounds like she's really getting off on it now, too. Like she's enjoying it, yes. Like, and also... I don't think it, I reckon it started as a reactionary thing. Mm. And now I believe she just goes out looking look, for looking it. to do this. Mm. Mm. And we had some calls verifying that it had occurred to them as well. So, yeah. and yeah. I, th- and I think slowly over time, we're going to figure out who and where I know these are anonymous and we'll never reveal the person's identity. Cause yeah. that's how cash confessions work. Mm. But it's concentrated on the North side of Brisbane. Maybe she confessed so she'd have to stop. Oh, she doesn't want to be that person. Yeah. She doesn't know how to stop being that person. Because mm. you can't do it now, right? After we've... Well, well, everyone's going to... Yeah, they're going to know. Do we, have to, do we have to check in every week? Have and you... in 1060, has this happened to you <laughs> over the weekend? Uh, <laughs> well, there's that. Ooh. That's coming up at the end. Before we get to that confession, there's also another very bizarre confession mm. of... What someone did to get revenge on their school principal. Yes, that is true. Um, and Brisbane, I, I just want to tell you, I just, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're proud of you in a like kind of not proud way. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think what I'm proud of is the relationship we obviously have with the people who listen to our show, mm. that they feel like they can share these stories mm-hmm. with us. As long as we pay them. But I get what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Uh, the number, if you've got a confession to make, is 3837 1234. Mm-hmm. Make sure you go and get amongst that uh, right now. All right, let's get into it. Here's today's podcast. Oh, yeah, and by the way, Abs is away today. Yes. But you, you'll work that out. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Brisbane, these are your confessions. Cash confessions. The bigger the confession, the bigger the cash. Brisbane, these are your confessions. And you're a bit cooked, Brisbane. <laughs> and we love it. Yes. <laughs> we do love it. It's been a surprise and delight, this one. Well, you know, my thing is... Everyone's got a story, yeah. and we don't judge here. No. You know, we've all done things out of passion mm-hmm. and spite in our lives, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to give you money for sharing them. So 38371234 is the number. You can anonymously leave your confession there, mm-hmm. whether you've told anyone ever before or not, and um, we'll pay you for it. Yes, we will. After 8 o'clock... Uh, it's a very premeditated confession as to something that they do, and it's probably the weirdest we've received. I think so. So far. So Yeah, so far. So far. So you'll hear that one after 8 o'clock, but we've got some that we want to share with you now. Uh, first up, here we go. All right. My confession would be I one day was having an argument with my husband, and I was cleaning, um, and I decided to accidentally drop his toothbrush in the toilet. Um, still to this day, I watch him brush his teeth with that toothbrush, and I just, I can't bring myself to tell him that he's pretty much brushing his teeth with full of water. Now, see, the issue here is, can you see what the issue here is? She kisses him. That's the issue. So, she's... (laughs) 
Yeah, she's cutting off her nose to spite her face. Jokes there. on her. Joke, but I mean, if there was nothing in the toilet, technically, there's, you'll be fine. But no, you, no, no. Something <clears throat> like. No, I mean the, the water's sterile. You could drink it. Well, you know what? Yeah. Go and grab a straw <laughs> and prove it to me right now. Yeah, the, we'll, the water uh, we'll is not. A... Don't grab a straw, Ashley. Go, Ashley, get a straw. <laughs> the water is not sterile in a toilet. Yeah, it is. And then because everything gets flushed away, unless there's, you know, you've got one of those little blue things in there. But you can, if you're in an emergency situation and water has been cut from your house, you can use the toilet water if you need. Dogs drink it all the time. I can't believe this is where we ended Dogs up Dogs also lick themselves. I mean, yes, but you would if you could. No. 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 I mean, it's not for Do- everyone. Well, go, drink it now. No, I'm not going to. See? <laughs> but you can, is what the, I'm saying. The other problem with this is she, we all know it wasn't an accident. No, And true. she's letting it play out. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, d- just so you know, uh-huh. 38371234 is the number if you ever want to confess yeah. something. Make some cash. All right? Uh, okay, here we go. Next one. So I'm in a relationship with a guy that I've been with for eight years, and I'm not 100% convinced that it's the best place to be. Uh, currently don't get on with his kids that much. Uh, both older boys living with us, and I am hating every minute of this relationship. Still sitting here wondering what I'm doing. Ooh. It's hard, though, if you don't like the the children. And if the kids don't like you either. Yeah. yeah. But I would say, I mean, it's... <laughs> She's been there for eight years, but if you're hating every minute of the relationship, you got to go, don't you? Or just drop his toothbrush in the, the toilet. toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave. Don't be... Don't, I mean, it, it, there'll be a bit of pain. Of course, every breakup, no matter how miserable you are, you always feel a bit bad. Mm, but, but it's I, better than living in misery. Of course, yeah. of course. Uh, all right. That's what marriage is for. When I was in high school, I got expelled for a very silly reason. And the principal's son... Um, was throwing us up party a few weeks later. And I thought it would be perfect time to get a little bit of payback. So in the middle of the night, I grabbed his son and I told him to come to the bedroom with me. He went to take me to his room and I said, no, let's be naughty and go to your dad's room. And we ended up sleeping together in his dad's bed. So at the end of his dad's bed was a big photo of his dad and his mum, which was my principal. So... Yeah, it was a fun night looking at him, knowing I got a bit of payback in his bed. Women. Ah, <laughs> uh, what? Wow. <laughs> the the vote, <laughs> like I would have put the photo down. No, but she was using that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, it worked out well for the son. Maybe it was a setup. <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> Can you expel? <laughs> Can you expel Sharice? Oh. Wow. You got revenge by sleeping with his son. Son. Because you you, you oh. got kicked out, so you let the son in. Wish my dad was a principal. Huh? Just a stupid old electrician. Didn't <laughs> get me nothing. <laughs> I don't also to that son, I would not take someone to my parents' bedroom nah. for that. Nah, nah. That would I... I mm. Mm. It's kink. It's it's weird. I mean, it's... you got to, that's the other thing you've got to think, though, too. He could see that photo. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things to unpack in this story. He's there looking at his mum and his dad. But you know what? 
We said we wouldn't judge. I'm not judging. And that we won't. I'm not judging. Three eight three seven <laughs> one two three four. That is the Cash Confession Hotline. Brisbane, these are your confessions. Cash confessions. The bigger the confession, the bigger the cash. Brisbane, these are your confessions. You, you wild, Brisbane. <laughs> we <laughs> underestimated you. We really did. Yes. We've got our cash confessions line. We give us a call and drop a secret you've been holding on to, and they have been spicy. Yeah. 3837 is the number. Um, you can get it on our Instagram page now if you forget it for later. Um, we, we also are going to open up the phones to this to mm. see if you've been affected by this person. Mm-hmm. Have a very close listen because there's there's a lot to this story there is it's in depth uh-huh it's premeditated it's crazy here we go hi um this is so silly i call myself the tuna can bandit of brisbane so i have some serious road rage and i have i have told some people about what i do but I, I know people are going to maybe recognize who it is, but when someone really, you know, grinds my gears whilst driving or they cut me off or do something bad, I follow them. Like, I will follow them. And I'm I'm in a beauty industry and I will, if I'm running late, I'll call my patient and say, I'm so sorry, I'm stuck in traffic. But... I'm really not. I'm actually just tailgating someone and I open up, like I keep tuna cans in my console of my car just to throw them at people's cars. And it's the, is it the serene oil chili tuna? And I open the can up and I throw it at them. Um, Yeah, that's my dirty little secret. So just don't ever cut me off. Thanks. Okay, so is it never John West? Like, does she refuse? Is it only ever... And how much is a can of Serene worth? A bit. I mean, and also the fact that it's the chilli oil flavour as well. The thing about it is when she goes shopping, she must have like a list. And on that list is three or four cans of tuna for the purposes of chucking at people to cut her off. And, you know, thinking about it too, right, you know how they stack on top of each other? Mm. You could fit three or four in your cup holder. In the cup holder. And it would just... You could. It's like a loaded Glock. But you've got to... <laughs> how do you drive and open the, the little can without getting tuna oil on your own self? The car must smell like tuna I reckon. Well. The, I reckon there's so much rage in you, you're not concerned about the spill. Yeah, right. And they're, they're probably ring pull. Yeah. Like, I, I can't imagine she's got a can, can opener. Open <laughs> Who knows, Maddie? Who knows? Um, Yeah. And just the... And does she she ever eat it or does she only purchase it for this? I feel like she only purchases it for this reason. And the premeditation, as you said earlier, is just like she's planning this. I, I would say she's almost at the point where she's looking for something bad to happen to her in the traffic. Not that we're judging. I, do, I think we do sound a bit judgy about tuna. What'd she call herself? The tuna can bandit. The tuna can. I love that she's even given herself a Batman villain's nickname, which is great. Um, $3 for she, a can. And, and in this confession, she said, people are going to recognize me. Mm. So that means she said she's done it so much. Yeah. She believes people listening will go, oh, oh I've been canned. I've been canned by the tuna can bandit. 
Now, 13, 10, 60. We know we've got the free fuel to give away, okay? Yes. So so we don't want any pretenders here. No. But we want to know, have you been canned? Did you hear this story and just go, oh, that's what happened? Yeah. That's why there are cats following me home. <laughs> and I think the other thing to think about here, is she purely... Holding the because if you peg a can at a car, mm. it's gonna ding it. No, I've it got, could break something. Yeah, I, I feel like she's throwing the tuna, so she's n- never letting go of the can. So I would imagine just yeah. getting a, a yeah. So then the can is still in the car. That car would reek. Yeah. You know what it's like when someone in an open planned office pops a can of tuna. You like leave that at home and go away. Yeah, yeah. Two ninety five for a can. Is it dolphin free? Met so many questions. <laughs> 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 Thirteen ten sixty. Have you been canned by this girl? Have you been tuned? That's what we want to know this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, is it all over Brisbane? Like, well, it's just wherever she drives, I guess. I hope this doesn't start a trend. I feel like she just, like you said, I feel like maybe on a Saturday afternoon when she's yeah. got nothing to do, she's yeah. like, I'm going, yeah. going out. I mean, she would have to back up occasionally, where she's like, I've got, I've got, I've got too many cans of tuna. I better get rid of some of these. <laughs> They're going out of date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Maddie. Hi, guys. How are you? We're good. Mm. Has this happened to you? I think I haven't encountered this chick. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't realise at the time, and it was it was really weird. Like I was just my way at work. And then this chick started following me and honking and flashing me like crazy lady. Mm-hmm. We're on Wynnum Road. And then all of a sudden, I get whacked in the head by something. And I thought like a bird had legit flown in the window or some stick had fallen off a like tree. But then I smelt it yeah. and I looked at my lap and there was a freaking can of tuna in my car. And I was like, what the hell just happened? So was it the, the can as well? So the was it and... Yeah. Or was it just like the its contents of it? Nah, it was both. The it was, but it was well. open. Oh, so she opens like a grenade. So she opens it <laughs> and then lobs. <laughs> wow, that is dangerous. Okay, and, and I so- mean, like I like tuna, but like <laughs> disgusting. And it went, it was like all in my face, yeah. my hair. Like I said, I was on my way to work, uh, so uh. it was just wrong. And so when you heard this, were you like, oh my god? Oh, hundred percent. I was like, this chick. This is the chick. Also, why are you using the expensive tuna? Like, the Serena tuna is expensive. <laughs> I know. Wow. Okay. okay. So, uh, well, for that, yes, for that terrible thing that happened to you, you now got $100 worth of fuel from 7-Eleven, though, so. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> now, we're going to Birth and Gary, which is just about 15 minutes down the road. Yes. Now, I don't, I don't believe Kelly from Birth and Gary. Morning. You haven't been tuned, have you? No, personally I haven't, but my husband has been had an unfortunate incident regarding chili oil and unfortunately if that particular stuff, that tuna that you are talking about, this is a warning for anyone who does get targeted by this, yeah. you need to pull over and clean it off immediately because he did not and he was driving my car and he tipped the tuna oil out the car, it dribbled down the side baked on during the day, but by the time I got my car back, it had peeled the paint off oh, my car. So okay. maybe something to do with the chilli, or yeah. I don't know with it, but let's just say you need to pull over and fix that immediately. And this chick needs to pull her head in because that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. So well, so he was just eating in the car, was he? And he tipped a bit yeah. out. Why yeah. Why people eating tuna in the car? <laughs> don't, don't even... 
It was my car too, so please don't even get me started on that. Yeah. I mean, I know, and that's the thing. Like, we're joking about it in here, mainly just because of how how psycho and weird it is. But that is the thing. Like, you peg a tuna can at a car, you could, like, smash a window and cause some real damage. Imagine, though, Cal, if if, if she threw it at your husband, he'd be like, oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dinner, thanks. All right, okay, so Mad Dog from Rochelle. Hey, Mad Dog. What's going on, mate? Turn down your radio, buddy. Hey, take the radio over there. Oh, okay. That's you're in a workshop somewhere. Um, you have you been tuned? I've been tuned. Really? Where? When? Yeah. What happened? All right. I was uh, coming back from Sunny Coast, mm-hmm. and I got I got tuned. I was doing one hundred and five in the right lane, yeah. and she was up my ass. Yeah. So I moved out of the lane, come back across. Next minute, the tuna can comes flying out of her car. She's aggressive, eh? <laughs> And she's I a North Sider. Ah. I, I didn't know what to do. No. Well, it's not something you can train for. <laughs> it was uh, two weeks of cleaning the tuner off my car. Yeah, I think she right. owes me a full car detail. Yeah. Do you remember the... Actually, no, let's no, not give away the vehicle the details. Vehicle You're right. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, obviously, if Caboolture... Do you remember where you were coming back from the sunny coast? Were you around that area? Uh, no, I don't remember. I think I was coming past just near... Um, not, yeah, more I feel exit, maybe. Okay. Yeah, so she's... It was, a, it was a little while ago. Yeah, well, no, she's been at it for a while, apparently. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, it's acceptable throwing tuna at cars just to get to your hair salon. No. <laughs> not a, not a truer word was spoken, Mad Dog. No. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. We're going to hook you up with that $100 worth of fuel. You got it. There we go. We'll be careful on the north side then, yeah. hey? Uh-huh. You're trouble, you I'm lot. scared. I'll give you that. Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Swift was in the house for her second NFL game amid rumors she's dating Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. Still makes me giggle. Tight end. Now, I'm going to be the first person to admit that, yes, I am one of the many, many people that have discovered Travis Kelsey because he is dating Taylor Swift. I'm mm. not a huge Gridiron fan. I get that. He's probably like the, I don't know, the Nathan Cleary of tight ends, would you say? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure how tight the end of Nathan Cleary is, but he's a fantastic halfback. Yes. So uh, He's a great player. And by all all reports, uh, Travis is a great player as well. But a lot of the general public are getting annoyed that the game, uh, when he plays, is dominated by shots of the box with uh, Taylor in there and various other celebrities, and it's become a Taylor spotting event. Well, I mean, they can't really complain. Apparently, jerseys for that team have gone up 400% and ticket sales have gone through the roof because there's a whole generation of, I guess, young girls who never watched football Mm. who are now watching it just to see Taylor. Wow. So, uh, I mean... With the good and the bad, yeah, the the guys are getting annoyed because it's getting shown all the time. Yeah, yeah, and even um, Saturday Night Live did a a sketch on their uh, their first show back with Pete Davidson, um, where all the uh, commentators like an after show, and all the commentators that's just what they're talking about. Just Taylor Swift the whole time. Is it a serious relationship or not, and all that kind of thing? Yeah, but. Not being aware of the man, I actually stumbled upon uh, my on my Instagram. I think he does. You were telling me he does a podcast with his brother. Yeah, I so, didn't realize that was his brother. But he does a podcast with his brother. Yeah, his brother also plays NFL. He's also and, a tight end, isn't he? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, two tight ends in one family. And they played against each other in a Super Bowl yeah. a couple of years ago, which Heck is it. just insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I hadn't really heard him talk, uh, but he seems. I saw this clip, and it, I thought it was worthwhile sharing because it's from his 
point of view. You know, a lot of people are talking about Taylor and is this a man of a dreams, but no one's really asked him about it and how he's finding the whole situation. And him and his brother had a bit of a chat with it. And I thought it was quite refreshing. And the first bit here, have a listen. He does something very sly at the end that I appreciate it. Gotta talk about it. Yeah, my personal life, that's not so personal. Yeah, well. <laughs> I did this to myself, Jason. I know this. How's it feel that uh, Taylor Swift has finally put you on the map? <laughs> I just thought it was awesome how everybody in the suite had nothing but great things to say about her. You know, the friends and family. She looked amazing. Everybody was talking about her in great light. And on top of that, the day went perfect for Chiefs fans, of course. To see the slow motion chest bumps, to see the high fives with mom, to see how, you know, Chiefs Kingdom was all excited that she was there. That was absolutely hysterical. It was definitely a game I'll remember. That's for damn sure. And then we just slid off in the getaway car at the end. You catch it? The chest pumps? No. The, no. They slid off in the getaway car. Getaway car. Oh, you're not that big a Taylor Swift fan. That's a song. Getaway car. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, no, I did, oh. did, I, I did not know that. Ah, no. there you go. So you see he's put in a sly little reference there. But oh. I thought that's really nice to hear him say that. For him, it was more about, you know, she's getting along with my mum. When she left, everyone said that she was really nice, so that's good. Yeah. yeah you don't want that, that sort of meeting, and then the, she leaves, and everyone's like, oh, God, no, you're better off with Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, well, apparently, that's one of her boss moves, Taylor. She always meets the mum oh. of the guy that she's dating, ah. which... Makes sense. Smart. Because if you got to, everyone knows mum's got to like you. Yep, indeed. Yep. Um, in those slow mos he's talking about, though, you can actually see her mouthing, let's effing go. Oh. Like she's act, like fully getting into it like a football fan. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And then the uh, second bit he talks about, I didn't know this either, but apparently it was his coach that got them together. Oh. And then you got Coach Reed telling everybody he's Cupid. He's been manifesting this the whole time. He's the one that set us up. Is there any truth to this? Ah, I don't <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. I know that he had met the Swift family before, so I don't know. He could have been uh, in the background the whole time. Dude, Coach Reed playing matchmaker? Who knew Cupid was so big? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Taylor for coming through and seeing me rock the stage. So maybe it was all an advertising campaign in the or was it in a contractual obligation? Like, hey, look, we're over the salary cap and we can't pay you any more money, <laughs> but I reckon I can hook you up with Taylor Swift. If I could get that in my next contract, that would be fantastic. Taylor Swift, or have uh, you got someone else in particular? Well, uh, contract negotiations are uh, confidential, Matty. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't be divulging that information. Okay, fair enough yeah. then, yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. And come and get on the air with us for this 131060. We want to know what's the one thing your partner owns that gives you the ick because a brave man, a brave soul, he uh, he put one out there. Uh, didn't know how the world was going to respond and it responded 50-50 to be fair. Uh, a guy named Cam chucked up a pic of his favourite sleeping cushion or known as another word, pillow. Um, he called it a sleeping cushion, <laughs> did, did he? I don't know. No. He said, uh, the girlfriend is mad at me because I have revealed to her the yellow pillow he began before pleading. Fellas, I'm sure you all know that this thing is magic. And the photo is of a worn pillow that's obviously seen a lot of years and it is yellow. And I will be the second or third because the internet has responded with him all holding up their yellow pillows in solidarity saying, mm-hmm. yes, I have had that. I have had a pillow that I've had for years to the point where... And I don't have it now, but the point where it had an indent of my face in the pillow. And my face just sits snugly in there perfectly. It's the equivalent to an ass groove on a um, couch. 100%. 100%. And it takes a long time. 
So you know, you're mm. not going to get rid of it. And I hear the girls out there going, this is disgusting. Why don't you wash it? But if you wash it, you also wash out. I don't know that you can wash your pillow, can you? Yeah, you can wash your pillow. Yeah, you can just bung them in. Yeah, take a bit to dry, but you can do it. The, the I think what is disgusting is the yellow is sweat. It's yes. sweat and yes. drool yes. and... Maybe some other things if you, you know, Lord not, knows. not careful. Yeah. Lord knows. I mean, I wouldn't blue light it, you no. know, but you're aware of that. And it's also hidden by a pillowcase. Yes. So you don't see it. It's only when you clean your pillow, like wash your mm. pillowcase that it gets exposed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, looking at it, it's pretty rotten. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. And, and look, I'm not gonna say that my pillow is pretty. Mm. In fact, I, as you know, I'm a bed you're a, sweater. You're a sweater. So my whole side of the bed is not very, very nice at all. My children refuse to actually get into my side of the bed. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I can see how a nice, beautiful, clean female, if that was sitting on your bed, would not like it. Who also they do have a. I mean, we don't have our um, female voice here to back this up or not, but they do have a thing for pillows. Yeah, that is true. They do. They, they do love, love a pillow. They do love a good pillow. They do. Uh, but I think it's, a, it's... I always say this to Kat because I, I had a T-shirt that by the end, when she forced me to get rid of it, it was pretty much just the collar and then holes. Yeah. But I love that thing. And I used to say to her, I don't know why you're mad at me for this because it just shows how loyal I am. <laughs> I'm not going to throw you away when you become useless to me. I'm going to keep you around like my yellow pillow and my holy shirt. Do you know? Yeah. We we do tend to hang on to things because mm. they bring us memories. But like the on the other hand, women's hairbrushes aren't attractive. No, that's true. You know, they let them matter up mm-hmm. and they don't really like pick away that hair and they let they let it go and go and go. You could make a wookie out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um um, I believe I would. I, could I speak to the uh, producers out there? There would be some kind of makeup implement that would be festy as, but you would still use it. Oh yeah, I've had my makeup sponge for about like three years now, and I will refuse to get a new one. Is there a generalized term of how long you should use a makeup sponge for? Yeah, you should throw it out every time you like. I don't know. Use it after three months or so okay. when it gets a little bit dirty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, your phones aren't great. Like, your mobile phones are always covered in makeup and you never Um, clean them off. Yeah, Yeah. that's because I really like this phone case and I don't want to get a new one. See, (laughs) see, you've got yellow phones. Yellow phones. You don't be judging us for our yellow pillar (laughs) when you've got yellow phones. I don't know. I think it's a bit different when it's your pillow and it's on your head. And like, your, that your cars, car. women's cars, thank you. That's one I want to uh, say to yeah. the ick. There's, mm-hmm. there's coffee, mm. old cappuccino mm. down grooves of everything That's and the chips just, between the seat. You're just better at hiding it. Handbags. They're a, they're a black hole oh, void of, of muck and disease gross. and villainy. Yeah. Abby's got a lot of stuff in her handbag, actually. She does. She does. She does. 131060, that's what we want to know. We've got a few calls coming in. Guys, feel free to join in. The ladies are already at it quick. But if you've got something about your girlfriend or a past girlfriend that gave you the ick, we want to know about it. Now, Fiona, um, we're asking, uh, what's your guy got that gives you the ick? Um, he's got a cow skull that he hangs in the garage. <laughs> yeah, but before he met you, that would have hung in the lounge room. 
No, well, it was in his mum's house, so it hung downstairs. Okay. Right. Oh, so it's like an heirloom. Bedroom, yeah. Uh, was it from, did he Did he manage to bring down the cow by himself and it's a memento? No, he or... and his brother found it hanging on a light post when they were coming home from a camping trip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's, he's relegated it to the garage for you. That shows commitment to the relationship. I won't let it in the house. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that disgusting skull has got you $100 worth of fuel. Well done. Thank you. Good You're welcome. Tracy from Corinda, what does your partner have that gives you the ick? Uh, ex um, handkerchief. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like, yeah, nah, thanks. His mum used to give them to him for Christmas for the birthday. Right. Yeah, and like, you know, when he had a cold, it was like, mm. yeah, he'd go, where are all my handkerchiefs? And I used to throw them out. Fair enough. It's, is, it's it, is, it, is this the reason he is your ex? Was it the handkerchiefs? <laughs> 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 One. 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 They all pile up. One yeah. of them. I've never yeah. understood the old hanky, to be fair. It is an old man's thing, but like, you, uh, yeah. you're putting it back in your pocket. Uh, God, no. You've got to wash it. It has, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think. <laughs> It's the old man's version of a teenager's sock. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they should be washed together. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know about that. <laughs> There's different difference going on. But, yeah, I've, I've never. And, and actually, Ooh. does anyone have a hanky now? Like, how old, how old was he, Trace? Um, he's, uh, he's 61 now. 61, yeah. Right. yeah. Mm. I don't know that you've got a 23-year-old belting about town with a hanky no, in their pocket. No, so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like it's... Grandma's probably still give them this present. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think with they're... initials they're sort of... embroidered on them. Yeah, mm. it's definitely definitely dying out. Ooh, we got a man. Oh, KB, yeah. hello. Boys, how are we? Yeah, we're good. good. We're what good. does your miso have that gives you the ick? Oh, there's a there's a slight story to this one. But okay, you know those you know those foot planes, uh, like the oh, the pet, pet egg. Oh, boys, far <laughs> out. The heel, gr- right, it's a grater on. for your heel. Yeah, yeah, and a grater is the best way to put it. Mm. Um, I, I come home from cricket training one night, and I had a bowl of spaghetti bowl sitting no. there waiting to be heated up, yeah. and the missus just sitting on the couch. Doing something, God knows what. Anyway, I've decided to get some fresh parmesan for no. my spaghetti bowl. Yeah. Popped it on, had a mouthful, looked up, looked what she was doing. Looked like it was a bit of a Charlie Sheen dinner party with the remnants <laughs> of uh, what she was shaving off there, and I couldn't stomach the food. No. Could not get it down. No. Oh, I and ever re- since then, parmesan's a big no in our household, mm. mate. Okay, right. I thought you were going to say you accidentally used no, it. Now. No, God, no. No, no, but if you chuck in another hundred fuel voucher, I'll give it a crack. <laughs> <laughs> Make uh, it rain Monday, buddy. You've got one. Well done. Thank you very much. No worries, Kate. That, that's funny, that one, too, because Abby in here, mm. right, I'm I'm a bit of a nibbler on my nails, right? I don't, I'm not a full chewer, but I, I will do that, and then I know it's disgusting, but I'll flick it on mm. the floor, right? Mm. Ooh. I know. But... She sits in here and files, files her away. nails, and, mm. and that's fine. And I think that's even worse because she's emitting that into the air mm. for us to inhale. Yeah, whereas I am perfect. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. It's all about making memories that will last a lifetime, isn't it? I know your daughter's still mad as heck at you because you took her to Disneyland. She can't remember it. Uh, yes, well, she's seen the photos of her as a uh, nine-month-old at Disneyland, <laughs> um, and she's like, when are we going back? 
That is kind of cruel. Probably never. Probably never. You've been before. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Uh, And uh, there's there's no way to do this without a mild humble brag, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, Because over the weekend, um, Kat was on a cruise, working on a cruise. have to state she works on cruise ships. She just doesn't go on cruises every second weekend and have fun. Um, Mate, it's your marriage. (laughs) We don't judge. (laughs) She could if she wanted to, but she's actually working on there. Uh, so it was me I've and Roy. I've seen Below Deck. I've seen, I've seen how that <laughs> It's exactly like that. Works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so it was me and Roars, Roarsing it up on the weekend. And you look at that space from Friday afternoon when she gets home from school to Sunday evening and you go, what are we going to do? Yeah. We've got to fill this time. We can't just sit here looking at each other. We've got to do stuff. And do stuff we did, Maddie. Right? So Friday night. It's family movie night, which I love. It's my favourite night of the week where we um, watch a classic. This week it was Happy Gilmore because mm-hmm. she got into grown-ups. I was like, if you're going to like Adam Sandler, I'm not letting you watch that one. You have to watch the good ones. Yeah. Uh, which she enjoyed. And then Saturday, uh, we went for a bike ride around Baden. Uh, and then we um, went to the Bowls Club for a little bit as well. Uh, took the dog for a walk. Um, we baked some brownies as well. And then you are a hectic mum, aren't, aren't I? Aren't I? Do what every other parent does. Mm. Give them a packet of chips, a Gatorade, and an iPad. <laughs> Go if you get hungry, you know where the fridge is. <laughs> nah, not my Jeff. Uh, and then Sunday we went for another bike ride to a cafe. We got a Sahi bowls, and then we rode back from there. Uh, and then I had to take her out to my mum's house uh, out at Red Bank Plains in the afternoon because she's taking her to school this morning. Mm. So we went a bit earlier and we went to Orion Shopping Centre uh, and we wandered around through there, had some sushi uh, and uh, went to Time Zone. Uh, also oh, on um, Saturday also we went to the Milton Fair, went on some rides. Right, had Mary Poppins. sizzle. Uh, all, this, all this stuff. This is what we did. This is how we filled our time, right? And then I was sitting... Filled your time? Yeah. But that's like three weeks worth of... Kid interactions for me. When you only have them one weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You, you sneak a dream world trip into that? <laughs> <laughs> and then I drove back from uh, mum's house uh, yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Sat down and just went, ah, I'm done. It was lovely. Yeah. I'm done. And then I thought, well, I'll just say goodnight to Roars. And I sent her a message on um, Kids Messenger. I said, hey, Night, uh, Bubba. Thanks for a great weekend. And I thought I might get back. Like, you too, Daddy. I had a great time hanging out with you. Or wasn't it fun? All those wonderful things we did. I will cherish these things for the rest of my life. And when I look back at my life, I will remember the weekends that we had together. She texted back. No problem. (laughs) Yeah, you know why? (laughs) She doesn't care. No. (laughs) Because you know what she's thinking, right? (laughs) You're sitting here going, hey, did all these wonderful things. She's probably sitting there going, God, I had to do so much stuff with that. Me alone. That guy, all that guy wants to do is activities. (laughs) He wants to go bike riding and he wants to go here. And I'm sure, look, I'm sure 50% of it she enjoys. But at some point she's like, when is this guy going to run out of steam? (laughs) When is he just going to sit still and just... Learn to be alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm screwed when she moves out. Yes. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Now, I would love to hear, especially from women mm. around this story, there is a woman who has withdrawn wife privileges from her boyfriend after he refuses to propose. Uh-huh. And I'm on her side. Okay. 
That surprises me. Because they've been together for eight years. Right. Uh, four years in, she had said, look, I would one day like to get married. And actually, earlier than that, two years in, I think, she said, we'd like to get married. Mm-hmm. She says, what, this is what's how I see our future. And he's like, yeah, that's how things will go. On their fourth anniversary, he was making a large purchase. Mm-hmm. And she was like, here, here we, we go. go. We're on. Mm-hmm. This is the one. And he came home with a motorbike. Oh. <laughs> so when you see money leaving the bank account, mm-hmm. I guess you think we're on. You yeah. get excited. Mm-hmm. So double disappointment there. Mm-hmm. Um, her sister met someone and two years in they got engaged. That doesn't help his case, no? No. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't help either. And she's gone to the sister and said, what do you think? Mm. And, I mean, you can imagine the sister was like... He's not going to... Yeah. 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 So she hasn't broken up with him. Right. Because she, she obviously... Marry him. Yeah. yeah. If, you're in lo- you, if you're in love with someone, it's what you want. So it would be hard to just cut ties and move on, especially mm-hmm. after all that time. Mm. So what she's done is she refuses to cook and clean for him. Right. She uh, does not pay for anything for him. Right. So everything's completely split mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And she moved out. She moved out. Moved out of the house. Right. They're still together. Um, Are they still sleeping together? I would assume so. Because that's I when I, I don't know. Judy's, that's the first one I thought of. It, Not that it, it's a Judy, but you know what I mean. I'm pretty sure our wives find okay. it as a job. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think they find it as a Judy. Right. And I, I you kind of read it and, and everyone goes, oh, you can't force a guy... Blah, 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 blah. But if I think if a woman, or, or even if a man, has mm. been upfront in the beginning and they said, this is important to me, mm. and they've said, yeah, it's important, like, if that's something you want, I can give that to you, mm. and they've held you on for that long, um, I, I really think you either, if you never want to get married, you have to tell them. Mm. Let them go. But do you think this is a healthy way to get married, though? Is this, isn't it a bad sign for the marriage if this is what we're at already? Oh, look, yeah, I guess so. You know, but I, but I guess I like her, I like where she's going here. Going, you can't just have the best of me. Like I'm giving mm. you everything, but you won't give me what I want. Mm. Um, I I was with Esther for seven years mm-hmm. before we got engaged, mm-hmm. um, and she moved to Sydney for me from Brisbane. Left her entire family. Um, you know, brought her son with her Mm -hmm. and um after i proposed i i like we were having a conversation after and she had actually said to me after she goes you only had 12 months left wow um she'd never said that to me before we got engaged but i sort of asked her the question i was like what if and you know she gave up everything Mm. and i was like oh yeah fair enough do you think would would she have mentioned this deadline to you or would you just have been told on the the 12 months of you know I don't know. Yeah, I didn't you were un- even unaware that there was a yeah, timeline. Yeah. yeah. If you had enough, mm, yeah. things could have worked out quite differently. But I can understand that. Mm. Like, she'd made a huge commitment to me. Mm. She'd changed her entire life, mm. sacrificed a lot. Mm. And I know she wasn't the happiest when we moved because it was for my job. Mm. So it was my life that she was following. Mm. Um, so I guess having been through that situation, I can see why this woman feels that way. Mm. Well, I hope it works. Yeah. Moving out. So it's like, it's almost like they've broken up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, she wants, she's going, well, if you're going to treat me like a girlfriend, I'm going to act, act like, like a girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah, fair enough. Um, you might like it. Well, that could work against you know, her as well. Like <laughs> when you strike and no one realizes, <laughs> yeah. you've got to be confident. Yes. Mm. What do you think about this? Has this happened to you? Anonymous, what's your story? Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on? Good. Um, 
I'm just doing school drop off. But um, <laughs> what um, what happened was I was actually with my partner for two years. We already had two kids by this stage. Um, he had told me that he bought a ring, mm-hmm. and I was just basically waiting for you know when it was going to happen. And um, we went to a Kevin Hart concert. That's when he went, uh, concert uh, show. Mm. That's when he was going to do it. Never did it. So at the five year mark, I asked him. Um, you know, when's it going to happen? He told all his family and friends he was. Just wait and see. Um, and then another two, year, two years later, seven years now, he um, yeah, just said that he didn't want to get married. So oh. I basically just said, yeah, that's um, the end of that. Right. <laughs> so you called it off because of it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's hard for you as well because you've, for five years, by the sounds of it, you've been excited by it, been waiting for it to happen. Especially if he's already bought a ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not just that. Just like, you know, seven years together, two kids. And he just said, well, you know, it's like we're married anyway. And I was like, oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It was hard, though. Like, I bet. But, I bet. Yeah. yeah. And if it's important to you, that's what I think is really hard when people are open and honest. Mm. If, a guy, if you get with someone and they say, I never want to get married, you can't later be upset. No, true. For it. Also ruined Kevin Hart for her. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, yeah. Weird place to propose. Uh, another anonymous. Uh, what, what do you think about this situation? Yeah, look, so I was dating this girl for about uh, two years, mm-hmm. and I was going through a transition of a new job, mm-hmm. um, and she kept pushing the agenda of, you know, wanting to fall pregnant and have a baby and get married, and I wasn't mentally there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she left me for another guy, had a baby, got engaged, got married, and uh, six months later, they are now divorced. Yeah, right. Okay. Hmm. But it wasn't that I wasn't ready to, you know, I just wasn't, it wasn't the right person for me. Yeah. I didn't want to get married. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't the right person. It wasn't the right time. Yeah. Wow. So it sounded like she was just keen to have that rather than... Who with. Who with. Yeah. yeah. It was more about a status thing. Yeah. That's what I think anyway. And a ring. Yes. Some women do get all caught up in all that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Some guys do as well. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, all anonymous. Hi. Oh, hi. Um, so I was in a, like, I'm still in a relationship, been with the guy for six years. Um, I said to him straight up, I said, like, I want to get married. I want to have some more children. Previously, I already had a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, yep, okay. Um, and then um, we had a two-year-old, like, we've got a two-year-old and a one-year-old. Um, I was like, you know, when are you going to be, like, going to pop the question? I'm always popping the question. He's like, I'm not getting married. Um, and it actually broke my heart. Um, and I always said to him, like, my sisters and my mom and all that are married. Mm. Um, and I said to him, sorry, I'm getting a bit teary about this. Um, I said, like, you know, my dream is always to get married before my grandma passed away. My mm. grandma passed away in March. Um, and, yeah, he's like, I'm not getting married. Oh. And it's just like, you know, I want to leave him, but I don't because I love him so much. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you know, I'm determined because I don't know what to do. So you're still in the relationship now. Yes, it'll be six years in April. That is a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Has he said why he doesn't want to get um, married? He's just said that he's not married material. But, like, what annoyed me a bit with him, like, he was with a previous girl, the same name as me, mm-hmm. etc. He's like, you know, I was going to get married her, and then things didn't work out. Then we met each other. He's like, I want to get married. And then, yeah, a couple of years down the track, he's like, nope, I don't want to get married. Yeah. 
So, um, like, and I also asked, you know, can you move in? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll move in when um, our baby is born. He only moved in six months ago. <laughs> right. Mm. Oh, so you. Mm. Oh, so the, your baby was eighteen months old before he moved into the yes, house and I've with got you. A, yeah, and I've got a one-year-old as well, and a nine-year-old. <laughs> Oh, he he didn't want to be in the house when the baby was newborn? Well, he kept saying, like, you know, I'll um, move in previously till she was born. Um, and I was like, you know, how long can someone wait? Yeah. Um, and then I just said to him um, at the beginning of the year, I was like, you know, you either move in or yeah. what's the point of being a dad? Like, I'm not nasty to that way, but I was like, you know, I need yeah. help too. Yeah. Um, And then one day he just clicked and he started moving all this stuff over. So I was like, okay, okay. maybe that is something happening. I think you've got, you're going to have to be honest. Mm. Yeah. You, you don't want to be the end. Look, I, I'm not, you've got your family, but you know, yeah. you in 10 years time don't want to be sitting there hoping yeah. or, yeah. um, I mean, I would have said, you know, marriage, you don't have to be married to have someone committed to you. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But it is. He sounds like he needs to be a little bit more committed. More, yeah. Yeah, because that's what I said to my mum. And I was like, because I always talk to my mum. I was like, I feel like he's not fully committed as a family member, like a dad and all that stuff. And she goes, well, you need to do what's best for you. Mm. Um, And yeah, I'm still in a pickle because I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, good luck with it. Yeah. All right. Thank you. No you do get $100 worth of free fuel from 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, thank that, you. You're welcome. <laughs> that's a <laughs> thing. Bye. <laughs> Bit of a silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Uh, no answers for the podcast today because every single answer to every single game is on a very special uh, answers podcast already. So if you want everything for tomorrow, go and get that uh, on the Listener app. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. B105.